Hello and welcome to another episode of Simply Sales and Marketing. This week we are joined by myself, Robert Jay. We have the marketing maestro, Sam Fairburn. Hello. And we are joined this week by Nick Davies. Welcome, Nick. Hi there, guys. Um, so you're, you're an experienced sales director. Uh, you've worked on data-led products, content services, generally within the financial markets or the financial services market it should be say um and you've actually just changed jobs so first of all congratulations you've made that that big leap from sales to md uh, you're now md at inspiration is that a move you always wanted to make yeah thank you um yeah no i think it was it was um for me kind of sales was always it always allowed us to kind of understand more about the markets that uh that we kind of sell into and and i think just just through kind of kind of interest levels and and kind of i suppose kind of development that kind of understanding product understanding the offering allows kind of sales people potential sales people to to go to that next level and and actually look at it from a kind of a holistic point of view for a whole business so yeah i think i think for me it was always a plan to to use sales as a way to to kind of further sort of my career in in publishing really yeah nice um and you know full disclosure to everyone we worked together for for many years um and i think work quite well together and this podcast is obviously all about sales and marketing teams how they work together um you know why why do you think it's important because we did work really closely and you know you did take a keen interest in the marketing side yeah i, I why in terms of why why kind of it's important it, it's kind of they they kind of feed each other um, in terms of sort of information and, and um, sort of a, an opportunity to kind of sort of perform better, basically. I think from my side, the way I always see it, sales speak to the market. Um, they're, they're at that kind of the cold phase to, to kind of actually kind of pitch clients, understand client needs. And, and that's fed back to marketing to then design campaigns to also kind of design the product around around the client needs. So kind of without the sales input um marketing are kind of kind of in the dark a little bit about what what the what the personas are what 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 the kind of the users need and then vice versa without marketing sales don't really have a product to to kind of go out with and 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 kind of offer so having that kind of having them in tandem is is kind of to me the, the kind of the only way really these these kind of products can can perform well yeah Nice, nice to hear that. But better than some responses we've had, or where you talk to people and they think, you know, salespeople think marketing is colouring in, and, and, <laughs> and we think salespeople do nothing, you know. So that's I think it, it was someone oh. on Nick's team actually said, you know, are you just on paint all the time, just doodling to me? And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> I've I've definitely had a three kind of throwaway comments about oh what what, what pretty PDF are we going to have this week? Yeah, so, yeah it, it it is that, and I think kind of the, the general consensus is like salespeople probably do the least out of everyone, and and if I'm honest, it, it, it it's generally fair. Um, but but I think kind of having that kind of team ethos really does does kind of help and and kind of get get the best out of everyone really. I think that's going to be the the pull away quote there about sales not really doing much and being fair about that. <laughs> but your word, your words, you know, the two marketers yeah. didn't say that. Surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, majority rules for sure. 
Yeah, but I will say, yeah, one more congrats, obviously, moving into the managing director role. We had um, one of our first episodes, we had Sajon, who's ex-Euro Money, went into the CEO role from sales. So, you know, it's great to see salespeople leading that kind of commercial arm and then moving to kind of manage the whole business. I think it's kind of a fascinating transition. And being in more of a, a central role now as MD, I guess you can't really be biased. You have to love them both. I'm sure you probably have a little bit of a soft spot for sales still, but you don't have to say that on the podcast. Don't worry. But when it when it comes to the, the alignment of the two, now, it has to come from management, you know. It has to have a shared vision. You have to share the goals between the two functions. But how are you trying to make the functions align better where you are now? Is it, is it all just sneaking to the pubs at Friday lunchtime or is there more to it? No, I think, I think that it's, it's a good point. I think... From sales generally get the the kind of the kudos sales sales kind of kind of live off the success so so if something happens it's generally the salesperson that gets a slap on the back so so I think it, it's kind of kind of giving recognition kind of where where it's due a, a lot more and actually um by by kind of doing so you're empowering kind of the individuals to to kind of I suppose kind of do a better job so it's not so much so so again I'm just thinking recently. We, we might be announcing the shortlist for some deals of the year, for example. And and a lot of work goes into the marketing side to, to kind of get the announcements ready, to kind of get the companies uh, sort of aligned so sort of it's, it's, they're all pushed out to. So it's it's I, th- I think it's it's giving credit where credit's due and actually kind of highlighting the work that, that kind of goes behind the scenes a lot of times that doesn't necessarily get the appreciation that, that it deserves. So... I think it's just like I said, it, it, it's bringing bringing kind of facts to the table and and then just getting kind of the guys to talk about what they're doing and and, and how it's being done. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, what? I will I will say off the back of that, and it is sales is direct return on investment. You know, you can see the cash coming in. There's a pound figure against each one of the salespeople's names, whereas the best marketers yeah. that I've worked with can show you how much revenue or cash you can generate from a tweet, and it, it is a more indirect reform of return on investment. But I think that divide is something, you know, the best marketers can work on. Sales have it quite directly. But, yeah, if you can give credit for that and you can show how marketing is building as well, I think that's really key in terms of the two functions working together. Yeah. And, um, and I think it goes down to incentivizing as well. I, I think kind of far too often I've, I've been in teams where, again, I'm just thinking kind of direct orders, for example. Marketing might get a, a separate incentive for direct orders and then sales people are seeing essentially marketing taking sales off them so they actually kind of kind of work against each other so so i think kind of having the incentives aligned as well where you're feeling part of a team i think that's another way to to kind of again align align both um departments and, and actually have a kind of a common goal yeah i think that's a really good point um i've seen that a lot as well where you're, you're almost fighting over it doesn't matter right where the sale is started finished you know the, the main thing is is getting the sale um you know and i think again we we were quite had that set up at Euromoney was quite good where you know i'd feed you loads of great leads you you'd close them <laughs> and uh the, the rest didn't I, matter I, I, yeah yeah, I'd win the prizes and uh, yeah, why, yeah. why you were there. Uh, what was that? So, yeah, it's, it was great. <laughs> the, was it the, the sales day, wasn't it? It was that massive yeah, sales day when. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still, I still um, take the Mickey out of Nick that his his biggest deal that he closed whilst he was there was was an inbound lead that I passed over to him. Ooh, that's, that's <laughs> and I didn't see any of the commission. Did you take oh. me out? I don't think so. <laughs> it came on the podcast. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, I think. 
it's, I don't think I followed up with them for the first few days either. It was just one of those ones I was just oh. like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get round to it eventually. So it's, um, yeah, no, I definitely owe you, I definitely owe you more than one. <laughs> um, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> you were also really good at always involving the marketers and, you know, you, you, you talked about same goals and, you know, if you did incentives, you were always the one coming up to me and saying that how can we get the marketers involved? So I think, you know, that was key and that was also really important. Um, you also always came with loads of ideas. I, I actually think in a past life, you could have been a marketer, um, you know. I don't know, is that a compliment or I don't know? Oh, that's <laughs> the biggest compliment you can receive. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I've, I've, again, I've been told that. And, and I think it's, I think it's, if I'm honest, I'm not a very good salesperson. And, and like, that's, that's not me being humble. I'm, I'm generally not. I don't have the gift of the gab. I'm, I'm not one of these ones that can kind of pick up the phone and, and, and blitz a pitch out. Um, for me, the way I sold was understanding the client's needs and... And genuinely, if I could get the product better, it made selling it easier. So yeah. I, I kind of thought, look, I'm, I'm not the best salesperson, so let me understand what they need, give them the product they want, and it kind of sells itself almost. So yeah. that's that's why I think I was always more aligned with let, let's get the marketing guys on board because yeah. that that's going to mean that we can kind of reach our targets and, and kind of hit our goals that we need to. Yeah, definitely. And you were always really focused on the product as well. As you said, if you've got the right product, you know, it, it makes the selling easy. I think, you know, that's why you're suited to the MD roles because you've had an interest and a knowledge of all the different areas and how important they are. Um, although, look, we didn't always agree, right? You know, there, there are still things, whether it's do we have the price on the website, you know, do we open our content for search or do we keep some back, you know, are you following the leads, you know, so... How did you, what did you think the best way of overcoming, you know, disagreements or areas where you don't quite see eye to eye? Yeah, I think it, it's that kind of give and take, isn't it? I think sometimes, and again, that cliche, like pick, pick your battles. Some, if, if you're really passionate about something and, and you want to kind of kind of roll with it, I, I think kind of you, you dig your heels and then go, no, we, we need to do this. But like, you need to accept when you're wrong. You need to accept that there are other ways to do it. So it, it's almost that kind of, again, cliche like trial and error. Like like our, our products are quite fluid. They can be um, sort of, I, I suppose, kind of change developed depending on the, the change in markets or, or kind of clients' needs. So I think it's not being that rigid, this has to be it, it's shall we try this, doesn't work. And, and if you've got that good kind of team environment, you can then be kind of, I suppose, nimble to, to make quick changes. Whereas if you're always at loggerheads, you're going to kind of, it's going to take a lot longer to make a change because people are going to protest and people are going to kind of push back and ask for justifications and things. So for me, it was always, if people are on side, then we can be more dynamic as a group in, the, in terms of making changes on a on a quicker basis, basically. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I was going to ask, uh, veering off a little bit to a different question, obviously sales, you've got a lot of big personalities. I think we can all agree on that. And you've worked in, you know, different companies. They've had different setups, different processes in place for your sales teams. And I mean, I know you've mentioned Euromoney a few times and there's the whole central (laughs) versus decentralized teams. You've got your different products. And how, how would you manage kind of the idea of central versus decentralized teams when it comes to 
sales and um, the wider business. Yeah, kind of. I was kind of thinking about this decentralized because I think it kind of it goes in kind of peaks and troughs, doesn't it? Sometimes it, it's the fad; everyone wants to do it, and then next thing it's no. Oh, let, let, let's have a team environment. I think. Yep. I think from from my side, I think if people are decentralized, it's important to make them feel part of something and not just seen as a function. So, so again, things like feedback, things like giving kudos or, or kind of just regular updates so that they understand what they're doing to having an impact or, or kind of how, how their involvement can, can be, be kind of transform- transformative. I think, I think they're, the, they're the key things for the decentralizers is to make them feel part of a team, even if their function sits outside of it. Um, mm. And, and then again, like it, it, it's managing, it's managing people's personalities. Some some people might not want to be. Some people just want to to get a job done and and kind of move on to the next project. So so then you kind of assess right if, if that's their personality trait, then we're not going to keep going back to them to ask them to make amendments. We, we kind of let them do what they're doing, and then as a team, we can then take responsibility on afterwards to to make any changes that that are needed. So um, it's. I, I, again, I don't know if there is a, a right way or wrong way um, to mm. to involve people or or to um, sort of I suppose kind of isolate people even if, if they need to focus on things. But yeah, I don't you don't I don't I didn't really find this, this when I was say centralized as a product. I didn't really care about the product if that makes sense. I just cared about my targets. Yeah, yeah. it's only yeah. when I felt part of a product. That then I decided to give feedback. That, that I decided actually, do you know what? I do need to to kind of kind of get involved because it's going to impact me selling. Like I said, I'm not the best salesman, so I can't have the gift of the gab to to give that spiel. But if I give the feedback, then so then it's that kind of you, you kind of if you're decentralized, try maybe to kind of encroach and actually become part of the team. Yeah. Mm. Um. I'm going to put that as a tick under decentralized. That sounded like something. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, yeah. What, but, uh, so, so on the marketing side, what, what's your guys' views? Do you do you kind of prefer sitting with the business, or did you like being mm. part of marketers where you can bounce ideas off each other? That's a good question. I think it's it's a split because when you're working with the business, you have more product knowledge. You're closer to the team, and there's a lot more kind of collaborate, collaboration and coordination between the team. Whereas when you're centralized, I would say in marketing, it brings out more specialist skill sets and there's a lot more best practice that could apply across the different areas and businesses. So I think they both have kind of their pros and cons and you you almost need like a happy medium of both. You need to work with the business and understand your industry and your products, but you also need to have your marketing (laughs) best practice and understand all of the tricks of the trade to apply that to your own product. Yeah, Uh, you know, I'm going to sit on the fence and say there is a best of both worlds. But coming from, I think, similar to you, I initially preferred, I found it better when we were de- decentralized because you're focused on the product, right? You can't really market product if you don't know even basics, the features, the benefits, why people are mm. using it, who's the the audience, who's your ICP, you know. You can't do that. What I did find is, at Euromoney, we had lots of, people like that so actually lots of similar marketers and as you say sam we can't you do lose those specialist skills so i think you need people that understand the brand and the and the product and work across it but then there are some roles where you need to be a specialist you need to be breathing it 24 7 so you know seo and search is one of them 
And obviously you can't have one of those for every single product. You know, you're not going to have a hundred products and a hundred search people. So that's perhaps one that can be a central function. Mm. Yeah. I can't imagine a company with a SEO specialist in every team. That would be extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I was going to just say on, on that as well, then I, I do find particularly, and again, I don't know from your experience, but like, sales tend to be larger teams and and then obviously sort of the marketers tend to have to kind of rely on one or two marketers per product potentially and and therefore it's hard to specialize so having that decentralization can allow for again exactly that some specialist skills to be developed and then the product to own some um more i don't want to use the term generalist marketing but you know what i mean more more kind of kind of product marketers as such i mean definitely i've I've never seen a case where there's been multiple marketers to one salesperson but i've seen a lot of cases where there's a lot of salespeople to one marketer yeah 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 exactly um uh, yeah i think also a lot of that particularly at those uh commercially focused (coughs) it's a lot easier we talked about sales being closer to cash and closer to revenue if you want to grow, you know, your first thought or the easiest thing is, you know, hire another salespeople. And I think that's okay to an extent. Um, but at some point you need to think, you know, I think marketers have that broad view, um, you know, in that strategic sense of what, you know, what can you do at a bigger scale in terms of go to market? Um, let's, let's talk quickly before we run out of time or, or just on, on sales, you know, having someone of your experience in. Um, has it changed, you know, in, in your experience in the, in the years that you've working, has it changed? Is there anything, you know, any direction or has it pretty much been the same since you started? No, I think from, from my side, and particularly saying in, in the financial sort of services, I think, I think kind of there's far more emphasis on, on data than, than there was when, when I joined. Um, so, so it's, it's, there's definite that and and before it used to just be you pick up the phone um ask a couple of questions and try and sell um i i kind of you see it now there's far more kind of i suppose the sales time and and the sales lead time goes into it so there's more demos there's more kind of sort of kind of i suppose kind of hand holding the clients because what what, what's happening is kind of sales like in terms of yields going up and Mm -hmm. and so therefore naturally kind of the client's going to want more from the the salespeople, the 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 SDRs, the kind of client success guys um as 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 a return. So that kind of I I've definitely found the sales process is longer not 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 because it's it's necessarily more complicated but just because the client's needs are we we need a bit more from you because we're not just going to buy it on a whim and and kind of take it it's it's kind of a longer process there but yeah i think i think fundamentally like good salespeople will always be able to sell but i th- mm. i'm finding more analytical minds now coming into sales so so more not your stereotypical extroverts kind of yeah. uh, wolf of wall street banging chest kind of, kind <laughs> yeah. of coming up with it's, it's it's the guys thinking about it understanding the market more yeah are probably making better sales now and yeah. and I, that i think that's a shift yeah, there's a lot more qualification, conversion, conversion metrics, engagement. Yeah, it's like it's lovely to see. You know, you guys are geeking out and doing a lot of what you've been doing for a while. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's no one no one went to university and then thought I've have done three four years. I'm going to be a salesman. Like like everyone falls <laughs> yeah. into yeah. it because 
They don't really know what to do, and then they'll. Um, it, 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 it's a way to earn a quick buck. So brilliant, enjoy it. But mm. like, like I said, now I think actually that there is a career. It, it's not one of those kind of careers where like if you ask someone what they do. 10 years ago, I was a consultant, I was an advisor. Like, I definitely wasn't a salesperson, but now mm. you can say a salesperson and not feel like you have to justify yeah. what yeah. a salesperson is, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's not just dollar signs in the eyes anymore. Yeah, exactly. So a quick quick question, and then we're gonna probably have to start wrapping up, unfortunately. Um, but a quick true or false question to mix up the format a bit. Oh, no. Sales <laughs> teams are the easiest to sell to. True or false? Oh, 100%. 100%. I, I hate buying things. Like, the amount of additional products or additional kind of things that I end up getting when, I, when I'm buying something. Like, if I need to upgrade my phone, I'll, I'll take the first offer. Like, I, I don't want hmm. to be pitched. And, and I think that's generally the thing with sales. It's, they'll say, oh, it's empathy. Like, they understand the struggles and... Yeah, they're trying to help out a fellow salesperson. Utter rubbish. They just don't want to be sold to. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if you're going to sell to someone, sell to a salesperson. And, and yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be getting extra commission for sure. Yeah, Love I remember you, you were easily upsold. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like restaurants, anyway. Yeah, just, just, just after the get trend, I'm just gonna I'm just going to say yes so you go away. Um, <laughs> Um, so final thing is for, for everyone that comes on and for our readers our readers it'd be quite hard what? to read an audio file for our <laughs> listeners um, any, any tips so that could be a book you read someone worth following a sales tip anything you can leave them with I, I think I think the, the best sales people that I've, I've come across um, understand the market know their clients but really understand their product and, 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 and that's what I would say. I, I, I'd always say you learn most from your product. So always understand product. If, if it's a financial publication, read the product, understand what clients are doing, and it's going to give you the best, um, best tools for your, for your job. So generally, it's it use the product you've got as, as, to your advantage, basically. Yeah, love that. Yeah, Nick, perfect. it's been an absolute pleasure if people do want to get in touch with you and they want to pick your brain further, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, kind of inspiration now. So, um, yeah, the kind of, kind of, I can give my email address. I don't know if that's GDPR. And I know we're uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. I know we're, uh, sales and marketing. I don't want to break any rules. But honestly, yeah, re- reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, happy, happy to connect with people. Brilliant. Amazing. Thanks, Nick. Right. Cheers, Nick. No problem. Thanks, guys. See you soon.